Good morning. Thank you for joining us for Maddens and Prayers on this March the 17th, 2021. Uh, today is St. Patrick Day. Uh, we'll be following the service of Maddens on page 219. Our Psalm today is Psalm number 26, verses 1 to 7. Our hymn is hymn 398, stanza 1. 398, stanza 1, Hail to the Lord's Anointed. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will declare your praise. Make haste, O God, to deliver me. Make haste to help me, O Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning is now and will be forever. Amen. Praise to you, O Christ, Lamb of our salvation. Blessed be God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Oh, come, let us worship him. Oh, come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. Let us make a joyful noise unto him with songs of praise. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. The deep places of the earth are in his hand. The strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hand formed the dry land. Oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker, for he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Glory be to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Blessed be God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Oh, come, let us worship him.
Psalm 26, verses 1 to 7. Psalm 26, verses 1 to 7. Vindicate me, O Lord, for I have walked in my integrity, and I have trusted in the Lord without wavering. Prove me, O Lord, and try me. Test my heart and my mind. For your steadfast love is before my eyes, and I walk in your faithfulness. I do not sit with men of falsehood, nor do I consort with hypocrites. I hate the assembly of evil doers, and I will not sit with the wicked. I wash my hands in innocence, and go around your altar, O Lord. Proclaiming thanksgiving aloud and telling all your wondrous deeds. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning is now and will be forever. Amen. Hymn 398, Hail to the Lord's Anointed. 398, Hail to the Lord's Anointed. Verse 1. <clears throat> To the Lord's anointed, great David's greatest son. Hail in the time appointed, his reign on earth begun. He comes to break oppression, to set the captive free. To take away transgression and rule in equity.
Our reading today is from Mark chapter 12, verses 28 to 44. Mark 12, 28 to 44. One of the scribes came up and heard them disputing with one another. And seeing that he answered them well, asked him, Which commandment is the most important of all? Jesus answered, The most important is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your mind, with all of your strength. The second is this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. And the scribe said to him, you are right, teacher. You've truly said that he is one and there is no other beside him. And to love him with all the heart, with all understanding, with all strength, and to love one's neighbor as oneself is much more than all whole burnt offerings and sacrifices. When Jesus saw that he had answered wisely, he said to him, You are not far from the kingdom of God. And after that, no one dared to ask him any more questions. And as Jesus taught in the temple... He said, how can the scribes say that the Christ is David's son? The Christ is the son of David. David himself said in the Holy Spirit, the Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I put your enemies under your footstool, under your feet. David himself calls him Lord. So how is he his son? The great throng heard him gladly. And in his teaching, he said, Beware of the scribes who like to walk around in long robes and like greetings in the marketplace and to have the best seats in the synagogues and places of honor at feasts, who devour widows' houses for a pretense. They make long prayers. They will receive the greater condemnation. And he sat down opposite the treasury and watched the people putting money into the offering box. Many rich rich people put in large sums, and a poor widow came and put in two small copper coins, which make a penny. And he called his disciples to him and said to them, Truly I say to you, this poor widow has put in more than all those contributing to the offering box. For they all contributed out of their abundance, but she out of her poverty, has put in everything she had, all she had to live on. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Thanks be to God. We have an advocate with the Father. Jesus is the propitiation of our sins. He was delivered up to death. He was delivered for the sins of the people. Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven and whose sin is put away. He was delivered up to death. 
He was delivered for the sins of the people. We have an advocate with the Father. Jesus is the propitiation for our sins. He was delivered up to death. He was delivered for the sins of the people. Our reading today comes from the Apology of the Augsburg Confession. Throughout the prophets and the Psalms, this worship, this latria from which we get liturgy, is highly praised. Even though the law does not teach the free forgiveness of sins, the Old Testament fathers knew the promise about Christ, that God, for Christ's sake, wanted to forgive sins. They understood that Christ would be the price for our sins. They knew that our works are not a price for so great a matter. So they received free mercy and forgiveness of sins by faith, just as the saints in the New Testament To this point belong those frequent repetitions about mercy and faith that appear in the Psalms and the prophets. For example, Psalm 130, verse 3 says, If you, O Lord, should mark iniquities, O Lord, who could stand? Here David confesses his sins and does not list his merits. He adds, But with you there's forgiveness. Verse 4. Here he comforts himself by his trust in God's mercy. And he refers to the promise, I wait for the Lord, my soul waits, and in his word I hope. Verse 5. This means because you have promised the forgiveness of sins, I'm sustained by your promise. Therefore, the fathers also were justified, not by the law, but by the promise and faith. It's amazing that the adversaries diminish faith to such a degree even though they see that it is everywhere praised as a great service. For example, Psalm 50, verse 15 says, Call upon me in the day of trouble, I will deliver you. God wants himself to be known. He wants himself to be worshipped, so that we receive benefits from him and receive them because of his mercy, not because of our merits. This is the richest consolation in all afflictions, The adversaries ban such consolation when they diminish and disparage faith and teach only that by means of works and merits that people interact with God. Today, or the, what would you like to do? Or the Benedictus? We'll sing the, what? Your choice. We'll sing the Benedictus this morning then. It's the, right after the Te Deum in your, in your book. It's the song of Zechariah with the son. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people and has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spoke by the mouth of those holy prophets.
prophets who have been since the world began. Pray from our enemies and from the hand of our enemies hate us to perform the mercy promised to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant, the oath that he swore to our father Abraham to grant us that we, being delivered from the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And you, child, will be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation to his people in the forgiveness of their sins. Through the tender mercy of our God, when the day shall dawn upon us from on high, to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning is now and will be forever. Amen. Today we're going to try something a little different. We're going to sing the litany in place of the Kyrie there. Uh, we're going to sing the litany. Uh, if you have a uh, treasury of daily prayer, you'll find it on page 053 in your treasury of daily prayer. Uh, if not, just en enjoy or try and and. Join us. Have mercy. Have mercy. Have mercy. Hear us. Have mercy. Have mercy Have mercy Be gracious, Lord. 
Spare us, good Lord. Help us, good Lord. Good Lord, deliver us. By the mystery of your holy incarnation, by your holy nativity, by your baptism, fasting, and temptation, by your agony and bloody sweat, by your cross and passion, by your precious death and burial, by your glorious resurrection. Help us, good Lord. In all time of our tribulation, in all time of our prosperity, in the hour of death, and in the day of judgment. Help us, good Lord. We poor sinners implore you to hear us, O Over and over. 
We implore you to hear us, good Lord. We implore you to hear us, good Lord. We implore you to hear us. with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, hear my prayer and let my cry come to you. Lord Jesus Christ, our great high priest, cleanse us by the power of your redeeming blood that in purity and peace we may worship and adore your holy name, for you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, you have safely brought us to the beginning of this day. Defend us in the same with your mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all of our doings, being ordered by your governance, may be righteous in your sight. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God 
and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. As I said in the beginning, today is St. Patrick's Day. And so a little reading about St. Patrick. Um, He's a missionary to Ireland. Patrick is one of the best known of the missionary saints, born to a Christian family in Britain around the year A.D. 389. He was captured as a teenager by raiders, taken to Ireland, and forced to serve as a herdsman. After six years, he escaped and found his way to a monastery community in France. Ordained a bishop, it is believed that Patrick made his way back to Ireland in the summer of 433, and there spent the rest of his long life spreading the gospel and organizing Christian communities. He strongly defended the whole doctrine of the Holy Trinity in a time when it was not popular to do so. His literary legacy includes his autobiography, confession, and several prayers and hymns still used by the church today. At least one tradition states that Patrick died in Ireland on March 17th, around the year 466. Thank you for joining us today for Maddens and Prayers. Uh, we will not be having Maddens and Prayers tomorrow, uh, so we'll be picking that up on Monday. Uh, tonight there will be uh, a service of Vespers for Lent, and then, um, then uh, Sunday morning worship. May God bless you this week.